0: We interrupt
1: this program for an important announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, you are welcome to the... Oh, no, no. A dial. I can't
0: hear you. Speak up. Forget it.
2: It's just a podcast you should listen to, so...
1: Guess
0: what?
2: Listen.
1: Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here. Um... Thank you for the support thus far, thank you for listening last week, thank you for sharing, thank you for your feedback, thank you for also all the weird comments and funny comments and for actually relating to the story and being encouraged by it, that's the essence of what we do here, so just help us um, know that we are not alone in our struggles and of course, definitely we do that in a very funny way. But I hope in the end you get to take something away from it. Um, thank you guys. Thank you guys. I really, really appreciate you. Thank you, Mifa, for the constant support, man. You're amazing. And thank you to every other podcaster that takes time out to share, to like, and to give feedback. I really, really appreciate and love you guys. I just want to put this out there. We are on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Radio Republic or Radio Public. Yeah, Radio Republic. Yeah. And every other platform you host your podcast on or you listen to your podcast on. So please do well to check us out. Um, Give your feedback like i said like subscribe share put somebody on the podcast it won't hurt to do that just tell them that oh guys there's an amazing podcast um you just got to listen to it so please do that thank you very much um how has your week been guys how has your week been mine was uh, crazy i'd say still working from home um they're still scared <laughs> not scared basically but they're taking the executive decision to um still keep us at home while we observe the um situation of things in nigeria to see and now i'm hearing that some companies might not resume till september some till next year and i'm like i'm I'm around mad because i cannot even do this work from home thing uh we need social interaction we need human interaction and you know with how crazy everything has gotten and everybody just prefers to text and everybody just prefers to be in their own space and the only thing that was keeping us together actually if you uh deep it is um religious gatherings uh and and the most constant and the one that we do on a daily basis, going to going to the office and meeting and interacting with our colleagues. But now that you, all these things are going to be taken away, I really, really do not know how life is going to feel. I really do not know how life is going to be from henceforth. But let's watch. Let's watch. I really miss interacting with people. I really miss being outside. Um basically, I, I would like to go back to such experience. I really miss it. Mm, my week was was crazy like i said um a major thing happened this week not to me but to a fellow alumnus of the school of my uni uh i do not know what year exactly she graduated but she was supposed to get into harvard but didn't have like the funds to pay for it and she puts it out there and i saw a lot of eagles we called the graduates from my school uh eagles so i saw a lot of eagles come to her aid and that was so amazing i think it was sixty thousand dollars that she needed to go to harvard and in record time the money was made available and what that showed me was how supportive people can be i know that all that money didn't come from only ex-students of my school but it just goes to show how supportive people can be and if we can keep doing this as much as we can slowly and steadily i believe that the world will become a better place and let's not just be selfish and thinking of uh, own selves, and while all that was happening, a certain somebody made a tweet and was attributing the success of the donations to a particular graduating set. Uh, I just want to put it in my, own, in my own analysis of the situation. Like I said earlier, one set cannot be responsible for the success. How many people are in a set that you guys will raise $68,000? And I'm sure that people that are not students of the school also contributed greatly to the success of that thing. So, bruh, stop trying to attribute the glory of, of contributing such amounts of money and getting the young lady to have her to a particular set y'all didn't do this a lot of other hands were involved give them the recognition that they deserve well even if you don't give them they did it anyway so they don't even need you to give them the recognition moving on something drastic happened to me this week guys it might not be drastic to some but to me i wanted to cry my macbook got bad this week i think just went off and was and decided not to come back on again and if you know how expensive repairing apple products can be i just the reason my life since i swear down i just the reason my i've not even been able to eat safe because i the fear say the money when i go use chop not the money when i supposed to use repair the laptop so i just they keep every single cover i'm not even about to go and start eating and you will not tell me oh sir you need this amount of money to repair this laptop and I, ah, brother don't chop and i do i use chop cook rice yeah i know i'm i'm, I'm being <laughs> i'm being weird but i've never been in this situation where that where i have to anticipate spending such amount of money as i was in the apple shop they just one guy came in to repair his stuff and they just told him guy consultation is 15k I say yeah Jesus Christ Jesus Christ Jesus Christ consultation okay make I just the follow you talk say I don't understand what they do my laptop I don't understand those say if you hear me check I'm, that conversation is fifteen K like <laughs> I'm already used to start having such expensive conversations <laughs> yeah ah. anyways uh so yeah my MacBook is supposed to be undergoing repairs now and just pray for me just pray for me if you see one random guy just walking on the road don't be surprised just show me love and this happening uh, made me start thinking of finances as a whole yeah so today we're going to be talking about finances and as many of you know i still live with my parents and It's weird living in your parents' house and earning salary and earning money generally, however you earn money if you're an entrepreneur and or you're a monthly salary earner. It's weird because you don't know what you should do and what you shouldn't do. I'll give you an example. In my house, my mom feels like This is her house. So everything that goes on financially as regards the upkeep of the home and everything that happens, she does not care if you chip in or not. Yeah, she does not care if you chip in because in her her mind, it's her house. So you are kind of like a visitor here. That's how she sees it. So anytime she sees you're spending your money on like the day-to-day running of the house will tell you to do an estimate and give you back the money you spent you spent on the house uh, on buying those things that you bought. My father, on the other hand, Mars does not send. Left to him, you're a freaking old man. Take care of the house. <laughs> ah, left to him yeah, Freaking pay. Everything you need to pay electricity bills, buy fuel, buy this one, buy that one, buy this one. Like my father will randomly walk up to you and say, ah, this thing, we don't have this thing in the house again," and he'll walk away. We expect with expectation that by the time he checks for it later, that thing is available. So um, today just uh, discuss this, this, explore this angle. Of earning money and living in your in your parents' house, I'll be talking to a couple of my friends, and they'll be sharing their opinions concerning this and how they have managed to navigate um, this situation in their various homes. Uh, many of them, if not all of them, yeah, many of them, yeah, all the all of them on this show um, live with their parents i think apart from one but she just recently moved out and stuff so they'll be sharing their opinions and i just hope you learn something from it and you know it helps you better navigate if you are in this situation so i'll be asking them a couple of questions first of all i'll be asking them as a salary earner living with parents How much of the family upkeep should you be responsible for? What is overreaching and what is okay? Also, I'll be asking them about the myth of budgeting. Asking if they budget and if they stick to their budgets. Because, um, like in my case, the, the the unwanted expense of having to repair my laptop came up. And, mind you, I'd already drawn my budget, but the need to repair my laptop is definitely going to mess with that. So, I'll to find out for my friends if they budget and if they end up always following their budget. And finally, I'll be asking them what, in their opinion, is the best and most effective budgeting structure. So, on this episode, I have Miriam. Omona aka Bobby and Effective Adeji So I'll be asking them a couple of questions. First of all, guys, welcome. Um, as a salary earner living with your parents, how much of the family upkeep should you be responsible for and how much is overreaching?
0: In my opinion, as a salary earner, still living with your parents, I think there should be a particular um, organization of how every of what everyone takes responsibility for in the home. Do you understand? For example, someone takes responsibility for the cable TV, the light bill, um, maybe provision, because I know the parents usually take care of the food and um, cooking of food and that consumes like a whole chunk of the salary so there should just be some sort of organization like this person already knows that i'm in charge of this every month i'm in charge of this every month do you understand because i know the, your parents might not necessarily um point blank tell you that okay you need to start taking responsibility for some particular stuff but you need to use your own initiative i mean it's it's i don't know i just think that's the best thing to do you guys should just have an understanding of who takes care of what because that's how it is in my house right my brother takes care of this my sister takes care of this i take care of this you understand
3: okay so this is effective um as a salary and how much is too much well um first off i don't particularly earn salary i'm an entrepreneur i'm a photographer um so, how much is too much, and how much of the family upkeep should I, you know, chip into? Um, well, I I chip in as much as I can, and no amount is actually too much, and no amount is actually too small, because you have to cut your coat according to your size. So, if there is um if there is a need at home that requires me to um to take responsibility for and i have the ability of course my parents know about my finances they know um how much goes in and out of my accounts because you know i have i have to you know i make my own money and everything so um they know you know they know how much i can you know how much i can give and how much i cannot give when i can give and when i cannot give like for the past like two months now you know because of the whole pandemic i haven't been able to work so as of now, i can't even chip into anything
2: okay um ideally you just i think i think if you're still living with your parents and you're still in your family per se just put funds i don't think there's a percentage to it just if you're coming back from work get something get petrol like just chip in i don't think there's really a percentage to it uh but that's an ideal situation in the case where you happen to be the breadwinner of the family then i mean you're the one fronting everybody so it depends i think it all depends on the situation but it gets too much when I think it has to go with the fi- your family dynamic, it gets too much where people start <laughs> hoarding their own finances for you to you know, bring up front, that has to do with specific your own family but uh, when it gets too much is when you see yourself spending not just on your own expenses but on everyone else's and it's not giving you an opportunity to save so that, that doesn't, I think that's when it gets too much, when you can no longer, when the money you're earning can no longer be invested in your self, I think that's when it gets too much. At that point you should stop, rethink and value, mm, cost benefits, value what you're doing and how it affects you in the future because female, male, guy, girl, you're still going to start up your own family. So.
4: Okay, um, you see, living with parents, I think it's purely contextual to an extent because, for example, if you have parents that work, it's not the same as if your parents don't work and you're living in their house, say they are retired. There are two different things. For me, I live with parents who work. So as much as possible, I mean, without me, they can cover their bills. But what I try to do is, I don't set it at a particular figure that I should contribute every month, but the important thing to do is, what are the needs in the house? What are the current expenditures that happen every month? Find a need and solve it. So for example, this month it could be that there are no dispenser um, bottles in the house. Go out and buy dispenser water. There's no provision in the house that we are running low on that. Buy it for the house before they do. Just stock up. You sometimes, especially with parents, is the little things uh, don't necessarily need you to come out and drop 50k. I mean, how much are you earning? Of course, you have to still save and invest. So it's more of a do you see a need? Solve it before they even look at it. Is it the DSTV bill you want to sort out? Just pick up need and solve it that's pretty much what to do
1: yo thank you guys so much thank you um <laughs> at the end of the the uh, their their imputes i'm going to give my own imputes if that's fine by you guys so uh moving to the next question the myth of budgeting do you guys always always follow your budgets do you always stick to your budget? like do you plan to spend your money in a certain way and actually by the end of the month you look back and say oh yeah thank god for the budget I actually followed 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 the budget do you guys do that or are you guys are you guys free spirits like some people
0: okay so yes I do set budget obviously but then it is not something that came to me easily right because I love to spend I spend a lot I think what actually even helps me is the fact that I save a lot i wouldn't say i save a lot please don't carry me You know, not think i have money like that part of the money i want to use for something like part of my budgeted money goes into my savings because i know my savings i can't even have access to it like i don't know i've just come to a point where because i started saving like um dangerously <laughs> this year so i i don't even think twice about saving every month so my the money i want to budget for something i just put in my saving because i know that it is secure right so yes, I said budget. Obviously, you need to set budget. You need to, you need to, before the salary comes, you know this is what I'm going to do. Okay, I'm going to save this part. And then this one is going to this project. This one is going to this project, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to be hard. It's not going to be easy, right? Initially. But eventually, I think you'll find it easy. You know, consistent consistency is something that would really help you. Because when you're consistent, you are training yourself to actually cut down on some spending and then your discipline your taste your discipline the way you spend money by being consistent if you do, if you continue doing that over and over again you find that that some things do just appeal to you you're not easily swayed by some things you don't you can't just go to your um to where your money is and just pick money and go and get something because you saw someone using it or something you don't know you 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 sort of pass that level it's just like being in a school you know, when you're from primary one, you get to primary. So it gets to a point where it comes to you very easily. Now, it's not as hard as, as it is. Ah, I'm sorry. It's not as hard as it were for me when I started, right? But it doesn't still come to me so easy. But I'm, at least I've grown past some particular stuff.
3: Effective. Um, okay, so for budgeting, um, how much do I budget and how easy or hard is it? Well, um like I said I'm an entrepreneur. So most times my budget is always new equipment and savings and um and you know a little responsibilities here and there. It it is actually quite easy, you know, to budget or to keep to my budget because i always like what i did for my what i did and what has helped me is that i have a list of things that i know that i want to get or that i need to get you know so that way they are listed out in order of priority so when i have a certain amount that matches with the amount that i need to get what is on the top of the list i go for it if not so if i don't have the amount but the fact that I don't have that amount doesn't mean that the money I now have is the one I would just spend. You know, I'll just lavish. So instead, I then channel the money to right directions, like savings. Um, and if I can get like some very um, petty, petty things—well, not petty, but little things—you know—then I channel that there.
2: Amuna. All right. So everyone has an idea of what budgeting is. Mm, do what comes to most minds when you hear it is like a cage on your finance. How to like get a lockdown? Okay, so I learned something recently. It goes like instead of trying to like okay, you have a certain amount of income and you try to like work percentages around it. What to save, what to invest, what not to spend, and all that. Um, You first try to learn your spending patterns try to understand how you spend How how, what you spend money on first then? start cutting down That way, you know your habits Then from there you can get a good budgeting plan basic Do I I I, I Personally (laughs) do I'm trying, I'm learning, but on the nose, man, I need, I need, (laughs) I need a special grace for when it comes to money. But yeah, I think good spending, good spending is, is wise. It's, keeps the money you have for better stuff. Uh, on, personally, I'm not all for saving. I think it's best to invest, so I think all of us know all the, saving apps all them you know all their mobile apps but if you have a steady monthly salary i would recommend you get like a pension account because what they do is they take a percentage of your salary each month like a standing order then they trade with it and get a percentage profit every month which is really awesome and some of these pension guys have really good deals so it's that and invest, get the mutual funds. It's not really about the amount you're putting in, but more of of the habit there,
4: so. Personally, I don't do budget because all the times I've tried to budget, things never go according to plan. So what I try to do is I set out, obviously when my salary is paid, I take 10% out for my tithe, and that's because I'm a Christian and I try to save 20% of my salary every month. So, once my salary comes in, I assume that 30% is not my own, 10% for God, 20% for my savings. And from remaining 70%, I still try to ensure that I don't spend everything there before the next salary comes in. And when the next salary comes in, I look at what are the necessary things I need to get, buy them, and then if there are excesses from the previous months, I put that in my savings account too and then looking for opportunities on say calorie wise and the rest places to invest my money so that it speaks for me so i just throw my money somewhere and then i know that maybe in the next six months nine months i'm expecting some returns on that investment so yeah that has worked for me so far but really budgeting isn't easy for me i know i've not been really strict with budgets but I know people who actually follow it to the letter, and it works for them. So in the end, I guess you have to do what works for you.
1: Mm, nice. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Um, in your opinion, and this is the final question, by the way, in your opinion, what is the best and most effective budgeting structure? Like, how how best is it to what structure is it? English is hard, guys. What's the best way to drop your budgets basically? So, how much do you allocate to savings, or just just answer? Yeah.
0: Budgeting structure, in my opinion, I think the I don't even know what a budgeting structure is per se, but I I want to believe it's like um, a breakdown of what you're spending your money on. Well, I'll just say before the money comes. Right, you should already know what it is you want to use the money for. Because if you don't know, if you don't have a budgeting structure, if you don't have you won't be able to take a um you won't be able to be accountable for how the money when The money will just keep going and going and going. And before you know it's your broke. So before the money comes you should actually um you should have laid down some particular stuff you want to spend the money on so you can um be accountable. You can say, Okay, this this is why um, I have this amount of money left, because I did this, I did that. But if you don't have a budgeting structure, you would not... You, your money would just be flying. So for budgeting structure, I think you just... Um, actually, write down or use your phone, something, just put it down. Put it down, put how you want your money to be spent, what it is your money is going into, put it down in writing. That way, you can be accountable for how the money is spent. You know, your money didn't just fly. Yes, you know, okay, actually when you actually went to important things and then there should be needs, you should know your needs and your wants. Of course, it's okay to spoil yourself at times, but it's not every time, right? You should you should save a lot, save a lot, and then spend the overflow. If, if, you, if you save like 20% of your salary or 30%, and then the remaining sixty percent goes into some other stuff tied to God, and then all those other stuff. Then there is there's still like um, some money left so when you've removed the transport for the month, blah blah blah. The overflow can spend that one, and what is going to disturb you, right? I think it, it's just it's just um, brilliant to have laid down a particular um, way, laid down the particular way, and I don't know how to put it, but then just put it down, sha sure how you want the money to go so your money doesn't control you you control how the money control how the money goes out of your account
3: in my opinion what is um i missed the question um what is my best budget what is the best budgeting structure or system i hope i'm right about the question um i would say just like i said earlier have a have a list not not have a list of things you need i think we're all you know taught this in 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 high school you know um uh, what was it called um your, your wants and needs uh, there's there's a particular name in economics that, that, that was given to it but that has really really it has really really helped me because then even maybe while working or um, during the course of study, you know, maybe I'm making my research um, based on my profession and whatnot. And then I find out that it's something I need. I would put it, I would put it on the list. But start then I restructure the list. So if I see something I need, um, maybe it wasn't first before, but then because it's like of utmost importance, I put it first. So. For me, the structure of budgeting that works is listing out critically and making sure sure that they are well scrutinized, the order of priority at at which you need things. Now don't get it twisted or don't get it mixed up. The truth is that clothes, shoes and sometimes treating yourself um, nicely, they are actually needs. But are they very, very important? Are they as important as the things you would, you know, need to build yourself and your career and everything? So it's a it's a very fine and thin line between them because there are sometimes when there's sometimes when I'm like, okay, I think I need a new shoe or I think I need a new set of trousers or I um, mean, pair of um, trousers, uh, you know. So um, this this it's just balancing, okay? All right,
2: Mona. So the best budgeting structure would be the one that suits you and your lifestyle how you spend how you do your thing i mean everyone is different trying to use a template on yourself would not really work well in the long run so trying to understand your finance I, also yeah i think it should move from that point of okay you just want to save to like trying to understand finance and how it works for you so try to understand how you can improve yourself it's like a growth process you want to learn how you spend you want to learn what you spend on and how you can improve yeah so get understand that first then you can get a template that you can adjust to suit your own behaviors ideas whatever you have in mind and I think that work best. So know thyself first, then add a the template on it.
4: That should work. So I think um, I wouldn't say there's a best budgeting structure, but it's important to know how much is your running costs. So that is your transport, your feeding, like things that you can't do without the necessities. You should know how much of that comes out of your salary so once you know what is necessary then you can now look at what is left and you know you have to have contingency funds for emergencies because things will always come up especially if you're responsible for yourself trust me things will always come up that would probably want to eat your money so you should have a particular part of that that is dedicated to contingency and then once in a while so you can decide to spoil yourself buy something that is not necessarily needed but you're craving that should be allowed too so i'm not sure there's a budget structure that's like across board but i know that you should have some level of reserve funds for emergencies that helps a lot because Things will always come up, like I said earlier, so it's best to always have something that you can fall back on, especially in times like this now that for a lot of people, their salaries are cut and then money coming in is not like before. Your reserve funds is what can speak for you in times like this. So it's always good to plan for the future. With these few points of mine, I hope I've been able to confuse you. Sorry, convince, with confuse. Well, you get my points. There's no rule that is set in stone and applicable to everyone
1: so guys um thank you thank you thank you that's amazing ah uh, <laughs> well for my own imputes i would like to say that how much of the family upkeep should you be responsible for in my opinion as much as you can yeah as much as you can as much as you can Uh, so over time i have ended up being responsible for electricity fueling sometimes water and food stuff that i and my brothers consume yeah stuff like uh, beverages milk Milo, cereal um noodles canned food and all that because my parents rarely have these and they tend to have more organic stuff so my mom is responsible for their stuff i guess so what 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 what, what i've noticed that go, my money goes into basically is all these things i've mentioned filling light, water sometimes and yeah, just this couple things, and um, I feel that's okay. I feel that's okay. I feel like it's acceptable, depending on the situation. Now, situations might be different, yeah. Situations might dif- might be different. Like I guess I've said, situations might differ. There are times when you are the breadwinner of the family. There are times when you are the only one that's earning the money, and probably you live with. Um, aged parents who can't really work retired uh, and barely have a source of income and you are the source of income so yeah in that situation in that situation yeah you can like it's perfectly okay if you're responsible for like 90 percent of the expenses of the house it's very very okay if you're responsible for 90 percent of the house of the expenses of the house yeah um moving on to the next question for me i try my best possible to follow my budget i try i try um i made an executive decision early at the start of the year that i was going to create a budget and this year was going to be a year of being financially responsible so i was going i created a budget tried my best possible actually to stick to the budget I have tried but the reality is that all these unplanned expenses come up and as much as possible they they disturb your whole process or your whole budget like there's some expenses that will come up, emergency I think sometime later we'll discuss on uh, a structure will like go in depth and talk about like a structure for savings a particular percentage you, you should put out for savings emergency funds and stuff like that well yeah i think your emergency funds should be the ones that we take care of and i should put this out there i am in no way a financial expert but i am just having these conversations like i always say so that we can start thinking about them, so that we can start thinking about them. I am not claiming to be an expert. I just want us to start thinking about them and start having conversations about them. If we're going to be financially independent by the time we are a certain age, we should start having these conversations now. Uh, so where was I? I think I've forgotten where I was. I've lost my train of thought. So I'm just, I'ma just go to the last question. I don't know what kind of dirty accent comes out when I'm talking sometimes. Anyways, in my opinion, what's the best and most effective budgeting structure? For me, yeah, and this might differ for everybody, definitely it will differ for everybody, but as we all know I am a believer so I pay my tithe and so I've just I've divided my my, my, my budget into three into three um, groups so we have the important that we can't do without we have the personal side and we have the others side so for the important part, for the important side I have like expensive th- expenses that I can't like I must actually do every single year, every single month every single week uh, stuff like my tithe for savings for um definitely transportation and feeding to and from work Um, basically i think that and there are a couple of other things i did not mention from that then for the personal side i actually did put out some amount of money for personal stuff like for shopping and for getting some personal effects and all that but Do you know the reality is never, I never actually shop because I don't know how to shop, I just end up ordering one cloth, one dress or one shirt and yeah, I wear that shirt until it turns to a different color because I don't know how to go to the market. I want to learn but Miss Rona came up, I had made plans to go to the market with a couple of my friends so that they can teach me how to buy things at a cheaper price so yeah uh because of this i end up putting some money aside for personal stuff but i end up not doing anything oh also in the must in the compulsory uh group we have data that surprise you if you dig your budget it will surprise you how much of your money goes into data every month that's crazy man and for the others i have other people because definitely um in my opinion you are blessed to be a blessing to other people everything god gives you yeah i'm a believer so everything god gives you i believe that it's for you to be able to share with other people and to basically give a helping hand so i have a particular side the other's part is that's what is contained in the other english is hard again jesus christ ha. Huh. so yeah basically that's it so what's your budgeting like um in your own situation do you s- how 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 much of family upkeep do you contribute to and do you follow your budget i'd like to know all these in the comment section on all our social media platforms on twitter we are at the orderly podcast so kindly follow like and i'd like to hear your feedback actually um on instagram we are at underscore underscore o d i l i i underscore underscore o d i l i i so please do well to give your feedback we want to know i want to know because i'm trying to really hack this thing and get as much information and knowledge practical knowledge from people as much as possible so thank you guys for listening um thank you for enjoying this episode my friends uh are saying goodbye they enjoy being on this episode and See you guys next week have a productive week and if you do not have a budget i recommend i totally recommend that you create one for yourself so that you don't just start your finances don't turn to vibes because until you're intentional about stuff you will not really uh shall i say succeed at it so take time out today to just prepare your budget prepare your budget and enjoy your week basically, enjoy your week, so thank you guys, love you, bye.